Hundreds of thousands of people took to the streets this past weekend to protest gun violence. Organizers of the student-led March for Our Lives rallies are calling it the start of a movement and a wake-up call for Congress ahead of this year's midterm elections. Other Americans do not support a gun ban. They too want to prevent mass shootings, but view banning guns as an infringement on the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens that ultimately will not prevent these So on this Tactical Tuesday, I want to have a candid conversation about kind of what's been going on in the world with these marches and um, the new YouTube policy, which obviously will affect a lot of channels and a lot of different companies. Then um, it will affect Tactical Tuesday as well. We wanted to talk about the march and what they're actually marching for. And essentially they're marching for gun control, right? I mean, they, they're wanting, they're marching for lives to be saved is what they're calling it. But what they're, the group is, is an activist group for the gun control movement. What do they want? They want gun control. And the biggest thing is that I think some of them. What don't. does gun control mean to right. them? Right, it's, it's all different things. I've seen different different protests. Some people. So are I, just I'm pretty sure we have gun control. <laughs> well, I'm an FFL, and uh, nobody can just roll up in here and buy a gun. This goes back to. One, it's amazing to me that there's a group of individuals out there marching, using their right to for freedom of speech to take their own freedoms away. Well, let's say, okay, first of all, first things first, I'm all for the First Amendment, people being able to express their Absolutely. opinions. Absolutely. Like, That's what I serve for. Getting kids to come together on anything and make a stance and get out of their house on the weekend and like get out in the street and say what they they believe in like that's a great thing and that's what our country is all about. So first things first, like I'm completely for that. You carried one forever, so and you've trained you've trained me you've trained hundreds of people that we know thousands probably. Well, not one of Mark Thirty Two. No, but with assault yeah. rifles with weapons. That, of that caliber. So what would you say, like, to the people who are saying there is absolutely no reason why a normal citizen should carry a assault rifle? Well, without, I mean, honestly, without, this is absolutely horrible, and without actually going into, like, the conspiracy stuff and the country, I mean, there's a reason why that we have the, the right to bear arms, right? And our founding fathers, you know, basically freed us from tyranny. And you know, made us our independent country, and they felt the effects of being governed by a government that didn't really support them, right? And then that the government got so strong that it was like, I mean, at what point do you turn into like North Korea or China or you know what other country? When do we? How long does it become a free country? And what I'm very very afraid of is, I mean, this is awful. The awful thought that. The direction that things are going, and I do feel like it's going that way, that the government will try to disarm America because of the like, because of the the way things are laying out, and like, I media coverage of oh absolutely one hundred percent media like and and again like we were talking about the other day like we're not talking about like obesity in America 
We're not talking like stuff that's really killing people like on a on a gross level. I mean, the America's food, um, our school systems, education, our lunches in school. I mean, these are to me these are real problems. And but we're not like that's okay. You know, the fact that you know eight out of ten kids in in elementary school, and this is my own. This is my own. Like I sat in an auditorium watching my daughter's middle school class walk in and eight out of 10 of them were obese. Middle school, we're talking fifth grade to kindergarten. Let's not talk about that. We just wanna talk about guns, which is such a small fraction of, of incidents. Granted, when something happens, it's big in the news, but you know, we're not talking about how many kids are overweight and they're gonna die you know, at a young age because they can't even walk up a flight of stairs, they can't breathe. I mean, that's like, we're just poisoning our youth. Nobody wants to talk about well, that. Well, they can't talk about that because the people that are funding all of their Right, programs. the government is part of a part of funding the, you know, those, you know, those programs and the food pyramid and all that, I get that. But what's so scary is the direction that the media is pushing this gun stuff is like, I feel like if it ever comes to fruition, which it probably is going to, I mean, if you try to disarm America, you're going to have a fight on your hands. And that's the exact reason why the Second Amendment is the way it is, is so that the government can't do that. I mean, they are to serve the people of America. That is their job, to serve the people of America. And um, as that's why we're all voters. And... I mean, we're going to be back like that potentially. I, I, I'm not a conspiracist. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a crazy person, but like, it would be absolutely awful for something to go down to where now you've got essentially a civil war in your hands again, where Americans are killing Americans, or Americans are fighting Americans. That is absolutely horrific thought. Okay. Furthermore, like we've had this conversation, you know, a handful of times. Like if. If, as a country, what is the percentage of the military? Do you know how many are in the military currently? Uh, last, I think the last report, the last report that I did was 0.4% of the U.S. population, which is like last, maybe 333 million is the last thing I saw. Three, three out of 333 million, 0.4% so serve or will serve. We're talking about 0.4% of our nation protecting the rest. Essentially, yes. So if something yeah. outside, God forbid, were to happen. If you're talking about like the, you know, like we uphold the Constitution and, you know, the whole, like the purpose of the military, then yes. So, and then at what point do, do we as just citizens around, because I can tell you straight up, if, if, the, if the government is in charge of all these programs, that essentially are failing. Fuck the post office can't get the packages out. <laughs> If, if we if we don't have, if everything is completely under government control and then we're at the position of their mercy, okay, so we're being attacked or this is happening and as law-abiding citizens, we gave in all of our guns and we're just trusting that the percentage of you that are armed and trained are going to protect the rest of us, then I feel like we're in a pretty bad spot. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it that way, absolutely. Because, I mean, you're talking about the individuals who, I mean, yeah, they don't care. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if they cared, they would not be, they would not allow, I mean, the, my thing, it always comes back to the youth and the, the kids that are marching and going out of school. I mean, that's really, 
I mean, veterans are one thing, but the youth is like where you're really going to affect change and for a greater, you know, longevity of life in our country and the future is youth. You know? And my biggest fear is that they don't want to be in charge of themselves. It's like that is what I'm watching. I'm watching more and more the generations beneath us wanting to hand over power and safety and protection and even down to what they don't. They there's just there's no responsibility. They don't want they. They don't want the responsibility to take care you know, of themselves yeah. and be in charge. They want us. They want to say you you're in charge of it, and then gripe about them being in charge of it. Like, yeah, it's, enti- entitlement. it's an entitlement thing, yeah. and that's kind of what it all comes down to. So then it's like, well, they, you know, if it comes down to okay, yes, we want to we want to eliminate these specific types of weapons because these are what killed people. What do you have to say about? The guns I, being, I like the clip of, uh, what was it, American Dad, where the, his, like, hippie daughter, and he, like, pulls out his sidearm and, like, sits in, and he's like, okay, kill her. Kill her. Kill to her. his gun. He's talking to he's his gun. He's talking to his gun, yeah, and he's like, yeah, your argument is invalid. And that's and that's what it comes down to. And if, and the thing is, is, like, say you ban guns, right? No more, there's no more guns. Guess what? So now you've just taken the guns away from, like, the... Law-abiding citizens. The law-abiding citizens. Like, you're not going to, like, the, the little stickers on the door of the movie theater says no concealed carry allowed. Like, that that only keeps law-abiding. Like, criminals don't follow your rules. So, like, if you say, okay, there's no more guns, you're not allowed to have guns. Criminals, the people that are going to do bad stuff, don't care. They don't follow your rules. So, why is it going to... Like, what do you think you're going to achieve other than just taking people that are law-abiding citizens, that are responsible voting citizens, and disarming them? You're not going to disarm criminals. That ain't going to happen. Right. So this is what I want to say, and I'll even say it to the camera because I've had so many people saying this to me today. Like, so you're saying you would say to the families that this happened to, that that the guns didn't kill their children and you think that those guns that killed their children should still be allowed and I want to say like very specifically like those deaths were horrific and tragic and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy like absolutely not absolutely not like the absolute worst of the worst and I'm so sorry that that happened to you but that person was a deranged hateful being and those people aren't going to go away if we ban assault rifles Huh. They'll find bombs. They'll make bombs. They'll create things to hurt people because that's what people that are deranged do. Right. So I'm just stating that I don't believe that specifically by disarming our country that that's going to change a deranged person from coming up with a way to murder people. No. It just won't. The latest Fox News poll found overwhelming support for specific gun control measures, including 91% of voters who are in favor of universal background checks on all gun buyers, 72% support raising the minimum age to buy a gun to 21, and 60% favor banning assault rifles and semi-automatic weapons. And the motion is adopted. With Congress did include several reforms in its $1.3 trillion spending bill last week, strengthening background checks and providing funding for school safety measures. But activists argue the those measures aren't enough, and Democrats are hoping that frustration will help them in November. Like they're talking about moving the minimum age for kids to purchase firearms, specific firearms. And tell me what you thought about that, because we talked about okay, military they get them at age. Yeah. So my per- this is this is my personal opinion. My personal opinion is an 18-year-old civilian that really doesn't have the business of having an AR. I'm gonna like everybody's gonna lose their mind, right? But 
the fact is, unless at 18, you're just at this day and age. Now, 50 years ago, like not not really kind of different, you know what I mean? But in this day and age, because of the way parents are, the way society is, you know, an 18-year-old, for the most part, an 18-year-old, untrained. untrained, an 18-year-old is just not uh, mature enough, in my opinion, in my opinion, to have own that sort of thing, you know, own an AR. Now, if an 18-year-old goes in the military, I have no problem with it because I've, I know what, go, what that person goes through. I mean, you spend weeks and weeks, especially in the Marine Corps, I mean, you spend two weeks doing nothing but shooting. The drill instructors don't even really bother you. You just spend two weeks at the range learning safety. I mean, and they hammer safety and, responsible and, and being responsible and how to effectively use that weapon. I mean, if you even take that weapon on the range and you like, you try to fly anything, they are all over you. So there's a difference in, than an 18-year-old that's just running around, you know, North Carolina with an AR, or an 18-year-old man that's that joined the military that's getting the training from, you know, people that have been doing this for years and years and years and years. Um, so private citizens as a whole, I, I you mean, wouldn't have an issue with them. No, if they said, if they said, listen. You're not, you can get that. You can get this. You can get a hunting rifle. You can get which is, I mean, just as much more dangerous. I think the last time I, I saw the report that the, the 22 caliber has killed more people in the world than any other, any other firearm. You know, so it's just as much dangerous. But the thing is, it's just the mentality of, you know, being responsible and being mature enough to, to own and operate something like that. Or to drink. Right. So it's the same thing. It's like you know, like why why can't you drink it? At, at 18 or 21 in, in this country. Now it's different in different countries. Um, you know, like our, my family in Greece, they were drinking very young, but they're responsible. It's different. They don't put stigmas on it. You know, American culture is like party, 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 you know, over overdo it. But if, but again, if you take that away, right, if you can't drink at 21 and you drop it down and it's, now it's no longer a law, is it really that like big of a deal? Would kids... Chill Would out. kids chill out? Would they grow up thinking it's been being more responsible? I think so, you know. But unfortunately, it's not the country we live in. It's not the world we live in here. So I think the biggest thing I kind of wanted to leave everybody with as well, I don't know what you think about it, but I want to know, and I mean we can look it up right now, what the stats are for how many guns have saved people. Because we're talking about guns killing people, so at what point are we? That's talking the, about that stat is probably not even out there because how much of that stuff even gets pr promoted or reported or anything like that? Yeah. But like honestly, how many concealed, how many concealed carry people? I mean, that's what that's what I always go to. I always think like, okay, so we have, um, okay, so we have an incident that happens, right? Um, if I was there, being being concealed carry, you know permanent holder um that would have been over over really fast right like any incident that that i would be in around and that's the reason why i carry is to protect myself and the ones around me um there are evil people in the world and when something like that happens if there's just one person just one person that would have been there that would have been licensed to conceal and and been trained i mean think about how many lives they would have saved and I mean, you look at like other countries like Israel, you know, they don't play around 
it's a cultural thing to protect their country and protect, you know, their families. And typically when you're, you know, like the women are taking their kids to school, like nobody bothers them because they know if you try to do something, you're going to get shot. You know, but we don't have, we don't, everybody's, everybody's a unique butterfly and they all have their rights and, right. you know, so I just, to me, it's, it's just, it blows my mind that the whole craziness with gun control is really just about taking it away from law abiding citizens. I mean, that's what's essentially, I mean, that's what they're marching for. The, the, the result of all of this five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years down the road the result of all of this is not, you're not going to end violence. You're not going to end bad guys. You're, you're not going to end shooting hatred. deaths and hatred and, and racism mental and, and mental illness. Yeah, you're not going to end any of that. The only thing that you're going to do is make people more vulnerable to be victims. And then what are we going to march for? Here's a thought. Here, here, here's a thought. What if the government started to offer training to private civilians? What if? What about that? What about? What if we able to put a program in place to where we could train and educate American citizens on how to protect themselves, both lethal and non-lethal? I know. I wonder at what point the country would have to get to for that to become an option. Like, at what point would we? Like, what? Do danger? they accept that our citizens are really the ones that are in charge of our security? Right. Well, I could say from experience, I've been held up at gunpoint twice. Because Kansas City is kind of a, yeah. that's how they roll. Neither time was it by a law-abiding citizen. They were just in dudes with masks, and they came in and, and held guns up at our heads. Had we have anyone in our store that we were in had any kind of training, or any kind of just even like de-escalation tactic training, something to where we could have just dealt with the matter like before we all just laid on the floor while they took all of our shit and left yeah that's typically the way that it goes should somebody have gotten shot no but what could have happened had anybody had any idea what to do in that situation they wouldn't have taken off with all of our shit well and the thing is if you put like i said you put one person there and i hate to say like you know human life is valuable and you know i value human life and i don't think anybody well, that's not true. Some people should go away, but but your um, kids shouldn't deserve to die over seven hundred bucks. No, absolutely right. not. And the thing is, is like, at what point do training and and that sort of thing you start putting? So, say I was there, right? Somebody draws a gun. I see this going down. I'm not asking questions. Some dudes in masks trying to rob people, and they've got guns. I don't know what their intent is. They Literally might holding they, the girls. They might they might rob the whole thing and then off everybody. That's as far as as far as what I'm thinking. That's what the course of action could be, you know. So they're going to go. They're getting put down, you know. Now, if if more things happen like that, right? If more law-abiding citizens took the responsibility of America's safety and the ones around us' safety. And that sort of thing started happening. Like if you'd messed around, if you were deranged and you tried to rob something or you tried to hurt somebody, you tried to shoot up a school and you got dealt with. I think the individuals that would try, that would try to do stuff like that would start getting minimal because they know if I try to mess around and do something, someone's going to pop me. 
It's not worth it. It's, it's not, not worth it to me to come in. I mean, that's what happened. Essentially, they beat one of the girls that I worked with, like beat her up, threw her on the ground for like next to no money. So then we're all calling the cops, but what? They're like ten minutes down the road. So I mean, and then they're gone. So then they're chasing somebody, you know, and, and no one had any defense against the situation. We're yeah. all like, they've got a gun. They beat her ass. She's on the ground. Like, at what point are we all just letting things like that happen? Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem. Is like goes back to the marks what you were saying before. Is like, you're just handing things over. At what point do you take personal responsibility? And that's For what's your great. Life and your own. Yeah, and that's what's. Life. And that's what's. That's like the foundation of the. You know, our constitution. And everything is being in control. One, being in control, having a voting system, being in control, being a democracy, being in control of the government. And then it's, and then being, having the power to self-govern and, and govern um, our safety and our family's safety and have opportunities that the, the rest of the world does not have. And all I see is basically individuals like giving up that right. The right? biggest thing is like you are, you're taking away your own, your own authority in a situation and your own you're giving like you're becoming passive in a situation where it is not just you say it's your family so you're supposed to wait in a situation where somebody is trying to harm you you're supposed to wait or hope that someone sees or hears what's happening to you before so it's like saying that to in that situation where you to the families of the Sandy Hook you you're saying that guns didn't kill their children well no but also a gun took out the guy that did that to their children and it's like so at what point are guns keeping people safe and people private citizens allowed to keep themselves safe at what point are we getting rid of that ability in order to make everyone feel safe because no one around them seemingly might not have a gun or that's what I'm lost about because it's like at what point am I out with kids and I can't protect them and if something happens I'm just hoping that someone sees it and that someone, I have some way to alarm someone that in a... In a no, that's, that's, not, that's not happening. Like, we, we have seen, I mean, the average response time is like 12 minutes. And then, so the average response time is 12 minutes for a shooting like that. Um, both in malls, the schools, everything that's happened, I think has been around 12 minutes, the last report that I read. And most incidences are over in two. So, that's a long time between for something to happen and essentially you're calling the cops to get them to come and clean up the mess clean up the mess yeah, or basically. do justice and find the person so that if they have already killed you or your loved ones that then afterwards we can hold them accountable for it it's not stopping anything from happening no you're just giving up and then what i was basically getting to before is like you're you're putting your responsibility off on somebody else and then what you're doing is you're just shifting blame you're blaming somebody else for for the situation that happened to you instead of taking ownership of it and then being in control of your bubble being being in control of your life you're just like it's and that's what this is that's what kind of like where our society is going these days is is we don't have a uh, there's no accountability for individual like it's everyone else's fault like you're like everyone's a victim of their circumstance right. nobody takes ownership of what's going on around them like you know, and that's in everything, job and life and kids and everything. Nobody, nobody takes ownership of like, like even, I mean, I take ownership every day of stuff that gets messed up that I had nothing to do with. 
but I, I take it on as my fault and I own it and then move forward, you know, but there, that's getting few and few, few and far between. It's where now, even with this thing, it's like, it's the government's and the police and everybody else's responsibility for my safety. So if something happens to, happens to me, it's not even that guy's fault that he did it to me. It's, it was the gun's fault. It was the gun's fault or it was the society. It was like, the legislation's know, fault. It was the government's fault that, you know, President Trump didn't come down and personally save me from this, this evildoer. Okay, so if we want to look at that, then like, whose fault is it for like all the guys that have died overseas? Is it the government's fault? Is it like, is it a gun's fault? Is it a bomb's fault? Like who's, whose is fault it is it? Fault? Yeah, is yeah. it God's fault? Like, where, at what point do we take ownership of this right here? And, and then, the people around us that we yeah. love. That's, that's, that's where, that's where and I... that's where it gets into it for me, too. Yeah, yeah. I fucking want guns in every single one of the kids' schools. A teacher or a case officer or a... What are they called? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you want to march against that, and let's march against the other side of it and say, like, okay, well, let's arm, let's arm, the, let's arm law-abiding citizens. To where every time somebody even thinks about doing something wrong, it's done. And the more that happens, the more you go the other direction to where anybody even thinks about being crazy, it's game over for them. Probably a really safe America. Right. You know. So, anyways, what do you guys think? What do you, what do you think? Drop us a comment. Let us know what your thoughts are. Are we on my way off base here? Train, uh, on, train, on. train. I think you got to remind everybody of that. I mean, the thing is, is like, you have to take ownership. If you're want, if you're wanting to, you know, if you want to protect yourself and carry, then you need to, you need to train, you need to be responsible, you need to be mature. You know, we have checks and balances in place already. I don't know. It's, it's your own stuff, man. Like, don't allow yourself to be a victim or put your trust in someone else. That to me is crazy. Yeah. That is, absolute, that is the most craziest thing to me. So anyways, what do you guys think? Where are we going with all this?